Life Builders, bringing the word to you. So be empowered to fulfill God's plan. Do you know that life devoid of purpose can be frustrating? God's plan for humanity is that they live a life of fulfillment in the area of marriage, career, business, and in all spheres of life. Enjoy the ministry of Pastor and Pastor Mrs. Mike Sule as they bring God's word. God bless you. So be empowered to fulfill God's plan. Jesus, I declare and I declare that no one will turn back the same way they came in the name of Jesus. God's word tonight will transform your life and change you forever in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers for in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord as you take your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm standing here tonight to bring forth God's word from everything that I've learned from our daddy in the house. Hallelujah. It's part of what I've learned from him that I'm going to give out tonight. Thank you, sir, for this opportunity. I do not take it for granted. Hallelujah. And I trust God has placed him in this place to transform your life, to deliver you. Hallelujah. I trust that everything that God wants to do in your life through him, he will do through me tonight in the name of Jesus. I stand on that grace tonight to bring forth God's word. And I know that your life will never remain the same in the name of Jesus. This month we've been dealing with the profit of the earth. He said the earth will yield for us increase. The earth will multiply for us. The earth will produce for us. Hallelujah. And tonight our daddy has asked me to speak on maximizing our gifts and, and talents. Hallelujah. Your gifts, your talents, your potentials. Maximizing your gifts, talents, and potentials. Hallelujah. I will just read a scripture we've been reading um, throughout our key scripture for for this um, for this month, Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 9. He said, even the king, this is NLT, even the king makes the land for his own profit. Hallelujah. And, and, and King James said, the profit of, of the earth is for all. A king is saved, you know, from his own field. Hallelujah. So the profit of the earth, we must understand, as Daddy has been saying this month, that the profit of the earth belongs to all of us. We do not have an excuse why we should not profit from the earth. What is profit? Profit means increase. It means increase. You, 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 you invest in a business, um, 200,000 naira. You are expected at the end of the month at least to make one naira in addition. Hallelujah. In the kingdom, it is a crime to not increase, to not multiply, because that's not God's plan for our lives. Hallelujah. And one way that we can multiply, one way that we can increase, is through our gifts, our talents and potentials. Through our gifts, talents and potentials. Hallelujah. Now, all our gifts, gifts, gifts are your natural abilities. We have spiritual gifts. We have natural gifts. They are spiritual gifts. They are natural gifts. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew chapter 25 verse 14. 25. Matthew chapter 25. I'll read a few scriptures before I go on tonight. 
Now we know the story about um, the parable of the talents. I'm reading from the NLT version of the Bible from verse 14. He said, again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a trip. He called together his servants and gave them money to invest for him while he was gone. He gave five bags of gold to one, two bags of gold to another, and one bag of gold to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities, and then left on his trip. Hallelujah. The servant who received the five bags of gold began immediately to invest the money and soon doubled it. He began to invest the money and doubled it. Hallelujah. So God gives us, no matter one thing I'm going to say tonight is that God gives us gifts and talents to multiply it. Hallelujah. To multiply it. He said, the servant with two bags of gold also went right to work and doubled the money. But the servant who received the one bag of gold dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money for safekeeping. So you see, the Southern African is the most blessed nation on the earth, but we are the poorest. Um, Africa is the most blessed continent on the, on the earth, on the face of the earth, but we are the poorest people on the face of the earth. Why? Because our gifts, our potentials have been buried for too long in the ground. We stay here and look uh, to import things from outside the country, the things that we can manufacture, the things that we can create through our gifts and talents and ship to other countries. So we have a mentality of burying what we have and our training receive. Hallelujah. Staying with the things that we have. Verse 19, after a long time, the master returned from his trip and called them to give an account. So he will always give an account for your gifts and potentials of how they have used his money. Verse 20, the servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of gold said, Sir, he gave me five bags of gold to invest and I have doubled the amount. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many responsibilities many responsibilities so god will never entrust to your hands more things if you are not faithful in what he has given to you hallelujah he will not entrust it he will not give you more stage he will not give you more fame if you cannot perform where you are hallelujah if you cannot make impact with one god is not going to give you a thousand people that's what he means verse 22 he said, next came the servant who had received the two bags of gold with a report. So he gave me two bags of gold to invest and I have doubled the amount. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful. The same thing he said. He said, I will give you more responsibilities because you have been faithful. More doors will be opened unto you because you have been faithful. I'm going to give you more opportunities of greatness because you have been faithful. Verse 24, then the servant with the one bag of gold came and said, Sir, I know you are a hard man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't, didn't cultivate. So you see, God has given us gifts and talents and every morning we wake up in our houses and begin to pray to him and say, Lord, I need 5,000 naira, Lord, I need 10,000 naira, Lord, I need this show, I need this bag, I need this, I need that. But he has given us what it takes. To be well hardy, what it takes to pull food from the earth. So every morning you wake up and say, You are you are a hard servant. Hallelujah. You are a hard businessman. We say to God through our actions. Verse 25. He said, I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth and where it is. 
the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant, you think I'm a hard man. Do you? Harvesting crops I didn't plant and gathering crops I didn't cultivate. Well, you should at least have put my money into the bank so I could have some interest. Take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of gold. To those who use well what they have been given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who are unfaithful, even what little they have will be taken away. Now, throw this useless servant into the outer darkness. Hallelujah. So he said, to those, even if you have little, and you make good use of it, more will be given to you. But if you have plenty, and you do not use it, then what you have, even a little will be taken away from you. First Corinthians chapter 12. I'm trying to lay a foundation tonight. From verse 4. He said, Now there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but it is the same Holy Spirit who is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service in the church, but it is the same Lord we are serving. There are different ways God works in our lives, but it's the same God who does the work through all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. Verse 8, to one person the Spirit gives the ability to give advice. That's called wisdom. To give wise advice is called wisdom. To another he gives a gift of special knowledge. The word of knowledge. The Spirit gives special faith to another and to someone else he gives the power to heal the sick. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and to another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to know whether it is really the spirit of God or another spirit. That's called the spirit of discernment. Another spirit that is speaking. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages and, an, and another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Holy Spirit who distributes these gifts. Hallelujah. He distributes these gifts. Now, Finally, as I lay this foundation, it's Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12, verse 7. I read from verse 6. It said, God has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out when you have faith that God is speaking to you. Otherwise, you have the gift of prophecy. Do not keep short when it's time to prophesy. When God says something to you, do not be afraid to say it to the people. He said, if your gift is that of serving others, so there are some people who are called destiny helpers. They just serve, help others. Hallelujah. Minister to other people. If your gift is that of serving others, serve them well. If you are a leader, do a good job of teaching. If your gift is to encourage others, do it. For if you have money, share it generously. For if God has given you leadership ability, that's called the gift of government. Hallelujah. Take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. You can see the diversities of gifts with men. So sometimes we are so ignorant that we have gifts. So we can see it and begin to say, this one knows how to sing, this one knows how to preach, this one knows how to... Um, this, this one knows how to do this and do that but I can't really find a gift in my life to serve the world with I can't really find a gift in my life to impart you know the world but these scriptures we've read is telling us that there are diversities of gifts so God has given you gifts but you have the responsibility 
to profit from this gift. It is your responsibility as a believer to profit from this gift. So you see the word, um, we see you see people in the world profit from their gift and we sit in church and do nothing about the things that God has given to us. Hallelujah. And tonight you're going to be empowered. You're going to be empowered through God's word tonight. You're going to be stirred up to move out and utilize your gifts for your profiting and to the glory of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to say a few things tonight, um, about 10 notes or so before I tell you how to um, profit from your gift. So note the, the following. Number one, God created everyone with one or more gifts. And we saw it from the Bible. And when I say everyone, I mean both the believer and the unbeliever. Both the believer and the unbeliever. He created them with a gift. So if the unbeliever goes out to use his gift, he's going to profit. Some of the writers, um, musicians, you know, and, 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 and writers and a lot of people we have in the world are people who are not born again. Because they've learned how to profit from the things that God has put in them. So whether a believer or not, you're required to discover your gift. The key to your wealth lies in the discovery of your gift. Hallelujah. You hear people like the gate, you hear of Jack Ma. I don't know if you have heard of Jack Ma uh, and the CEO of Alibaba. You hear those kind of people. These are people that stepped out of school because their gift was too big for a classroom. They could not concentrate. So they found what the gift God put in them and they began to pursue it without a certificate. Without a certificate. So even, even choosing a course in school, God expects you to discover your gifts and then in line with those gifts, you choose a course that will help you polish and bring out the fulfillment of those gifts. Hallelujah. So God has a plan. God has a gift. Has given everyone gifts. When he spoke to, 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 to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he said, I'm sending you to the nations to be a prophet. And Jeremiah said to him, he said, I'm young. I'm young. And God rebuked him. So it doesn't tell us that whether female, whether male, whether uh, uh, um, young, whether old. He said, in, he said in the last day, I will pour out my spirit upon all men. Hallelujah. So God created everyone with one or more gifts, regardless of gender, of tribe, of your mistakes, of your failures, of your background, of your, of your economic status. You have a gift that God created you with. And tonight you will find it in the name of Jesus. Tonight you will find it in the name of Jesus. Those gifts could be one. Some people have one gift. Some people have two. Some have ten. Hallelujah. Number two, God created everyone with a purpose. God created everyone with a purpose. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 said, These people have I formed for myself. For myself. I formed these people for myself. He created everyone for a purpose. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 said, I have a plan for your life. 
So God better than me in the purpose. I know gift is a tool. It's a tool to me to be used in fulfilling purpose. So if God, if you think God has a voice to sing, do not try to impact the life of people through singing. If God has not given you the gift of writing, do not try to impact the world through writing. If God has, has not has given you the gift of encouragement, then go out and encourage the people that you need to encourage. If God has given you the gift of money, wealth, to be able to help other people, then go out and help other people. Hallelujah. So God created everyone with a purpose and your gifts are tools to fulfilling God's assignment for your life. You'll be wasting your time, your energy, your money trying to fit in where God has not created you to fit in. Hallelujah. Number three, your gifts are given to you for the fulfillment of purpose. We said that already. Your gifts are given to you for the fulfillment of purpose. And then number four, your gifts is an answer to questions and a solution to problems of men. Your gifts is an answer to every question in the heart of someone and solutions to the problems of men. So somebody reads a book and says he's been transformed. Somebody hears, hears, hears a, a, a singer sings and says, and goes home and says, look, I, I, I wanted to commit suicide, but because I heard you, minister, I did not commit suicide anymore. Hallelujah. So you can stand here and sing, you can write something, you can encourage someone who has almost given up. You know, daddy sent me a text um, and this, this afternoon and I, and I said to him, that text was timely. It was timely. I needed to hear that. that. It was timely. Hallelujah. So your gift was given to you as an, as, 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 as an answer to someone's question. Then number five, you may never succeed or experience wealth through prosperity outside your gift. You will never so you see an African, somebody who has read engineering and is walking the streets looking for a job. And he's actually equipped, wired to be an engineer. Hallelujah. So I'll be looking at somebody recently who, do, who says he doesn't have a job. I mean, sometimes I just feel, you know, step towards him and say, start a company. You are too, you are too gifted in this area to just sit down. You've been in this field for so long. You know you don't have a job. Step out. Get a, get a company. And begin to do this thing. Hallelujah. So, and you will begin to profit. You will begin to be prosperous. Hallelujah. Number seven, God gives us ideas in the areas of our gifts to fulfill his assignment. God gives us ideas in the areas of our gifts. So Jesus is called and returned to the butler. And in the, in the booth with games. So often he asks so many magicians that come to interpret games, you know, you know, for Pharaoh, Pharaoh. And then he stands with Pharaoh and, and, and he stands there and interprets the game stresslessly. Hallelujah. So God gives you ideas in the areas of your gifts. He gives you ideas in the areas of your gifts. So you must pay attention to your gifts. An assignment. Number eight, a gift that you do not develop or use becomes useless. God multiplies your gifts when you use them. We read that in the parable. A gift that you do not use becomes useless. 
both to you and the world and to God. And number seven, you see, number number eight, you should use and give to serve and please the Lord. You should use and give to serve and please the Lord. First Corinthians chapter four, verse two. I need to read this. First Corinthians chapter four, verse two. It says, you are the person who is put in charge and the manager must be fruitful. Hallelujah. When it matters very little what you or anyone else thinks. Now, a person who is put in charge, who is a manager and that manager must be faithful, then you go to 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. 1 Peter 4 verse 10. from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Manage them well so that God's generosity can flow through you. Can you see that? So God's generosity, God's supply flows to you through your gifts. Through your gifts. Through your gifts. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17. in this world, not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which will soon be gone. But their trust should be in the living God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and should give generously to those in need. Always being ready to share with others whatever God has given them. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of real life. So your gifts are given to you to impact lives. Your gifts are given to you to save the world. Your gifts are given to you to profit from them. Hallelujah. And earlier we talked about um, um, you succeed and, and, and prosper through your gifts. That was Proverbs 18 verse 16. It said the gifts of a man makes room for him. The gifts of a man will bring him before kings. So don't struggle to go before kings. Just bring out a solution and see what will happen. Bring out a solution. Bring out, ask somebody's question and see what will happen. Number nine, the, the value you place on your gifts determines the value it brings into your life. The value you place on your gifts determines the value it brings into your life. And that value is determined by how much input, development you put into your gift. And number ten, your gift is a tool that attracts all you need to live a life. Of fulfillment. Your gift is a tool that attracts all you need to live a life of fulfillment. Hallelujah. So those are the few things I want you to note tonight about giftings. So as I said earlier that we have natural gifts, we have spiritual gifts. Some people just have natural gifts. But as a believer, unbelievers have only natural gifts. As a believer, you have both. You have both. If you, not, if you do not have, as a spiritual gift, the, the, the gift of, of, of being a pastor, the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, you, you must have the gift of discernment, of something. You, you, you will have a gift. Hallelujah. So I said earlier that gifts are your natural abilities. 
Why do you do stresslessly? Some people can sing stresslessly. Some people can write stresslessly. Some people can create things. It's just they do it with so much joy. Hallelujah. So much joy. You know, they don't need to just stress themselves. No, it's so easy for them. It's so easy for them. Hallelujah. Some people can design, some people can market, sell off things. It's very easy. And we must give attention to that. Your gift is a key to your financial success. The use of your gifts will provoke supernatural provision. Hallelujah. The use of your gift will provoke supernatural provision. Your assignment on earth is to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Your gift is not enough. You must develop it. Now, best-selling author Prince George said that developing your talent is like going to school. You go from kindergarten to nursery, primary, secondary, and to university. You will not profit from your gift beyond how much you develop it. So if your development, the development of your gift stops at nursery, you will profit in that measure. Stop at kindergarten, you will profit in that measure. Stops, you know, at university. A degree of master. So the level to which you want to profit from your gift determines the input you make daily into your gift. Your raw gift can never produce for you wealth. Your raw gift as a singer can never produce for you wealth. As a writer can never produce for you wealth. You must develop it. I, I am a writer. I am a teacher. Hallelujah. But there are things I do. I never write arts in my life, so I have to even go the extra mile to read, you know, to study things to, to become a better writer. Hallelujah. Now I'm just going to give you a few clues to your gifts. I said earlier that some people have natural gifts, other people have spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. There are natural gifts, there are spiritual gifts. You can have the gift of writing, the gift of um, athleticism. Some, some people can just run. It's natural. So they become world champions. Hallelujah. The gift of singing, the gift of counseling. Some people can just sit down and advise people. And the others will be right, correct. You can have the gift of creating software, the gift of art, the gift of organization. Hallelujah. I have never seen a man organize so stresslessly like my husband. Hallelujah. It, it just flows. Even from his sleep, it just, it just flows. So you can have a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift of, if he steps into a place and you give him a go ahead, if he's just a stranger, he will turn the place around for good. Hallelujah. So some people have the gift of organization. Some people have the gift of language. They can learn different kind of languages. Teaching, training, public speaking, painting, sales. Some people can just market a book, market a shoe. You know, just market things without stress. Hallelujah. Some people are creative. Some people design. Some people can design things. Some people have natural wisdom. Some people are created to just give help. Help and help. Help and help people. They find joy in it. 
Anywhere they can, they must help people. Some people can encourage other people. Some people are, are, are created to just make wealth and give to the poor. There are people like that. Just make wealth and give to the poor. Other people can joke. Hallelujah. Some people have the gift of hospitality, ushering, supporting. So there are different kinds of gifts. And we have one or more of these. The gift of encouragement, I said it, we neglect it so much. So these are all natural gifts. If you can talk, don't just sit around and keep talking and talking and talking. Hallelujah. Then we have spiritual gifts, the gifts of discernment, the gift of wisdom, prophecy, word of knowledge, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, working of miracles, diverse tongues, encouragement, helps and givings. Hallelujah. You have ministry gifts, the pastors, the apostles, the evangelists, teachers, and prophets. So your gifts are not given to you to be within the four walls of the, of the church, no. For some of you, maybe, mainly governors. I can't hear amen. amen. Some of you, God will put you in our, um, in our organization where your work is just to organize. Some of you, God will place you in our organization where you are bringing in people who are discouraged, who are trying to commit suicide, and your work is just to sit there and advise them. For some of you, your work is just to sing on the altar and release a tape, and people's lives are being transformed. For some of you, your job is just to make sure that you create a shoe or a bag for somebody to wear or a cloth. Hallelujah. So you see a doctor who stays in the, in the, in the theater for, 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 for 48 hours and means nothing to him. He's wired for it. He wants to do, the, do that. Hallelujah. So you must begin to walk in that to profit. And the problem sometimes is that we have too many gifts. Too many gifts. You know, at the point, I, I was trying to do a lot of singing. You know, I think Daddy mentioned it a few times that, that pay attention to your writing, pay attention to your writing. So you have a gift that is dominant, that will profit you more. Go ahead with that gift. Then later on, other gifts can follow. Hallelujah. So you must follow the gifts that you know will produce you more and more. And will make easier impact in the lives of people. Hallelujah. So we say that you have the responsibility to profit from your gift. God has given you that responsibility. You cannot put it back in the hands of God. It doesn't work that way. Now how do you profit from your gift? How do you profit from your gift? First of all, you have to, number one, you have to discover that gift. You must discover that gift to profit from such gift. You must discover your gift. And I'll come to that later on. You must discover your gift. That's number one. Number two, you must acquire skill in the area of your gift. You must acquire skill in the area of your gift. If you are called to be someone who should encourage people, you, you, you read the Bible, scriptures and encouragement, you, you, you even take a counseling course, you know, you go to school, hallelujah, to be more equipped, because you are going to be dealing with different kinds of people. If you are called to be a singer, you have to, you know, listen to tapes, you have to um, get a mentor, you have to 
God relates to do something once in it. Do something extra to develop yourself. Because if that skill stays away, if your talent stays away, please, no one will pay for it. Hallelujah. So spend money, spend time, spend your energy trying to profit from your gift. Develop your skills. David said something uh, that has been ringing in, uh, in my mind for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. He said, what you feed, we feed you. What you feed, we feed you. What you feed, we feed you. It may not feed you then. I was telling Ete yesterday, I, I was saying to him, I, I said I've been writing for, for over 15 years. I've been writing for over 15 years. Hallelujah. The first thing I wrote was in this, this was, you know, the length of what I could write the first time I wrote in 2002. This was the length at which I could go. Very small, but I printed and gave it out. This was it. Back and front. This was all I could write. Hallelujah. I don't think any person will be, you know, really want to pay for this. You know, but I kept going. It took, even to bring that out, the financial you know, challenges was much. It was a small money, maybe a thousand or two thousand, but it was much. But I was determined, you know, to see that my gift comes, comes to, you know, comes to, becomes fruitful. Hallelujah! So what you feed you, what you feed, we feed you. I can't tell you how much has entered my account between December and now from writing. I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you. Because you wouldn't believe it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't believe it. I can't tell you how much money has entered my account. It's not in tens of thousands. Hallelujah. So you must feed your gifts. Pursue it with everything in you. And you begin to profit from it, from it in the name of Jesus. Number two, be consistent and disciplined at what you do, and one day you will begin to profit. Spend an hour. Somebody said if you spend an hour daily developing your gift, seven hours weekly, 28 hours monthly, and 288 hours yearly. Do you understand what this can achieve? Just one hour in a day. I discovered that if I spend one hour writing, I could produce a book in less than 30 days. Just one hour writing, I could produce a book in less than 30 days. Hallelujah. So you have to be consistent. Not do it today, you know, forget about it tomorrow. No. Pursue it. Sometimes your friend, you know, you just try to mock you. Your family members don't believe. Your sister, your brother don't believe. But you have to be consistent. And then you must discipline yourself. Tell yourself that one hour, I will spend it trying to develop myself in singing, trying to develop myself in reading a book, trying to develop myself in writing. Hallelujah. David knows how much I read. He knows how much I read. At the time I was so consumed when he said that there's this book I want to give you to read. I said, give me, sir, I will read it. I will drop what I'm reading and read it. Because I think he noticed there's so much, a particular subject I've been reading and reading and reading. Hallelujah. So you must be consistent and disciplined. You must be consistent and disciplined. Frank, Frank Edward telling his story of how he became and how Snatch became his uh, mother in the Lord in singing. He said that we go for all night, come back, you know, in his house. I think in his house, there's a studio in his house. He will come back. They will, you know, 
just do recording all night. Sleep, you know, sleep on the recording, wake up again, keep going on. So if she not comes out now and she's making millions of money, you do not open your mouth and say, ah ah, my little singular she too. Now they give her calling money now. No. You know, it's always a big thing. So you must be consistent. You must discipline yourself. If it's a business you have, please pay attention to it. Don't sleep today when you should be in the place, in your place of business. No. Even if you go today, you don't make any money. Go tomorrow. Keep going. Keep going. Hallelujah. Daddy said he, he wants us to come from the east. And it's true. Because these people, when they go to their shops, Today, whether they are using it or not, it's not their business. No. They just keep going until one day you see them in the house with a chip and you just open your mouth and say, This one don't go do ritual. You don't understand. Hallelujah. You don't understand. So keep doing it. Discipline yourself. Wake up in the night. Do the things you need to do. Number, number three, pray. It is in the place of prayer that a fellowship with God that you discover new ideas. It is a place of fellowship with God, a place of prayer that you discover new ideas. The people in the world who are, who are making it in certain areas, most of them, before they even perform, they go and take a bow or take a, a one bottle because they have to be high. The only high as a believer is the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. So when you see somebody with one trust I hear, and the person is misbehaving on the stage, it is not natural sometimes. Hallelujah. So pray. God will give you tools. Pray as you pray. Do it a pen. Do it a paper. I was praying for this meeting, and things were coming. I had to be writing. That was after I prepared my message days ago. All things were coming. I just had to be taking it down. So pray. Pray daily. Pray daily if you really want to make use of your gift. Your natural gift cannot transform anybody. cannot impact one life. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9. He said, God touched the lips. The mouth of Jeremiah. So there has to be, there has to be a touching of your lips. There has to be a touching of that thing that you do before it makes any wave. Hallelujah. There has to be a touching. So, stay in the place of prayer. Stay in the place of prayer. Stay in the place of prayer to profit from your gift. Number four, serve others. First Peter chapter 4 verse 10 said it. Serve others. You look at the story of Moses. Moses goes down to the field and sees two people fighting. What is, it? What is his business? He could have walked away. But he had a passion of being a deliverer. So he helped other, others. Ruth helped her, her mother-in-law. Can you imagine of the stress of being young and you lost your husband, no children, and he was saying to you, and you are insisting that you are going with your mother-in-law. Then it wasn't that Ruth was like 25 or so. She could marry. Even at 30, she could marry. But she knew that marrying needed her at that point in time. She wasn't going to walk away. She was not going to walk away. Hallelujah. Joseph also served others. So try to serve the people. What you see daddy doing every time is trying to serve the people. Hallelujah. I see the stress he goes through every time. 
to serve the people, serve the people, serve the people, serve God and serve the people. Number four, let people know what you are doing through your works. Let people know what you're doing. Hallelujah. Talk about it like Joseph. Talk about it. Talk about what you're doing. Talk about it. Then number five, wait patiently to begin to profit from your gifts. One does not do it in a day. Wait patiently. A seed planted in the ground needs time to grow. Any seed that goes down, you know, must have some level, some time to grow. Why are you Genesis chapter 39 verse 12? That's where um, Joseph is telling his brothers in his dreams. Hallelujah. Let me read that. I think my time is almost up. It's up, sir. Okay, sir. Sorry, sir. I will try and up. 39 verse 12. He says she came. She came and grabbed him by his shirt, demanding sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away. But as he did, his shirt came off. Hallelujah. So wait patiently. There are things that will come to hinder the things God is trying to do in your life. But wait. Wait for your dream to come to pass. Hallelujah. Now you remember Joseph in the prison. He interpreted a dream to the butler and he told the butler when you go out please remember me as we tell some people please remember me but the butler went and forgot joseph he was not angry with him he wasn't angry he still waited he knew that the god he served would not desert him would not let him rot in jail and then it happened even when the king was looking for 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 him to interpret his dream just joseph was still forgotten Magicians were called in. A lot of things happened before the butler now remembered. And he was there. Hallelujah. So Joseph, that did not deter Joseph. So there is no such thing as getting rich quick or easy. You must develop your gift. You must wait patiently. Gehazi could not wait. And you know the story of how, how he ended. Number six, be resistant to opposition. Do not expect people to believe in your gifts. In this world form. If not, you will be shocked and disappointed. Be resistant to opposition. Be resistant to opposition. Do not expect people. Because you say you can write, you can sing, you can create things. Do not expect them. You can sell things. Do not expect them to be, believe in your gifts. No. Work hard so much. Develop your gifts so much that they have no choice. Even your family members will not believe. They will believe. Hallelujah. They will not believe. Remember Eliab mocked, mocked David when David was anointed and came to the well front. He did not believe that this small rat will kill Goliath. But David knew the God he was serving. Hallelujah. Finally, close to developing their gifts. So many people either ignore or find it difficult to discover their gifts. They dwell on their weaknesses. Some of them dwell on their weaknesses. Hallelujah. So, I want to tell you the clues, some of the clues to discovering your gift. Number one, what do you do stresslessly and with ease? I said that earlier. What comes to you naturally? What comes to you? Can you sing? Do you create songs? Do you like showing? 
You know it's something people. What are we doing about that gift? Hallelujah. You like to encourage people. I like to talk to young ladies a lot. What do you like to do? Even if you are called to sing, in what area are you called to sing? If you are called to write, in what area are you called to write? If you are called to preach, that's why a preacher has a field where he should preach. Hallelujah. Some people can make hair, it's just from birth. Some people can play the instrument just from birth. That's their strength. I told you earlier, some people can organize stresslessly. Some people can, can sell things stresslessly. Number two, what interests you? What are you passionate about? What do you do without getting tired? When you are passionate, when you are passionate about something, you discover that there is no time. The time is so small for you. Hallelujah. This time is so small for you. Number three, what do you enjoy doing? As well as it is, some people enjoy counting money. Other people just dashing money is their pleasure. Hallelujah. Some people organizing. Some people love driving. Some people love singing. Some people love writing. Some people just sit on the on the sewing machine for ten hours. I told you the other day somebody plays the keyboard for seventeen hours every day without getting tired. Hallelujah. I said finally, but finally now. Requirement for profiting from your gift. One, have a big heart. Have faith in the giver of the gift that you possess. Abraham left his father's house because he had a big heart. Because he had a big heart. Moses decided to accept the call of God because he had a big heart. To lead the people out of Egypt to where? Where he did not know. Hallelujah. David agreed to take on Goliath because he knew that God wanted him to take on Goliath. So he had a big heart to step out. You develop your gifts and potentials to a level where you know that you know that I need to start a business, you know, I need to start reaching out to people, I need to get a job, I need to start a company. I need to tell daddy that I want to sing, that I want to do this. Do you understand? In the church and outside the church, you must have a big heart. Develop character number two. Develop character. Your gift will make room for you, but character will keep you there. Integrity will keep you there. Character will keep you there. Develop character and integrity. Joseph refused Potiphar's wife. But Gehazi decided to take what belongs to his master. Hallelujah. So develop character. I'm sure that the next person to get the, 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 the triple anointing was Gehazi. But he decided to take what belong, did not belong to him. And so he lost it all. So develop character. Do not cheat people. Do not maneuver your way. Hallelujah. Number three, picture the future and be ready to pay a price now and profit in the future. Joseph kept dreaming. He kept dreaming. He kept dreaming. Picture the, picture the future and be ready to pay the price now. Hallelujah. So do not focus on your weaknesses. Focus on your strength, what God has given to you. Focus on it. Pay attention to it. Develop it day in, day night, day and night. Hallelujah. Your gift is your greatest access in becoming wealthy. It's your greatest access. The value you place on your gift is the value that will come into your life. If it is, if it is a one-liner value you place, if you trample your gift, life is going to trample on you. Poverty is going to trample on you. Hallelujah. I want you to be on your feet. 
and give God thanks tonight. I know that there are things that you are doing. You begin to profit from the earth in the name of Jesus. You begin to profit from the earth. Open your mouth and thank God for the word you heard. This week, you have opened your mouth and thank God and say, Lord, reveal more to me what you've called me, the gift you have put in me. Reveal it more to me in the name of Jesus. Reveal it more to, to me in the name of Jesus. Reveal it to me in the name of Jesus. Reveal it to me in the name of Jesus. Father, reveal your gift to me in the name of Jesus. We need praise for Jesus' mighty name. Finally, do you know how to give the, the, the bags you sow? Do you know there are people making millions of dollars from it? You know? The shoes, one of the, the shoes you make, you know there are some people making millions. So you take your gift to the next level with a blue heart. The things you do, the singing you are doing, there are people making millions. Hallelujah. Can you eat? You have the gift of hospitality. Do you understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. So just open your mouth today and receive the grace. The grace to work on your gift. Receive that grace. Receive that grace. Receive that grace to work on your gift. Father, we thank you. Life builders. We know you've been blessed. And if you want to give your life to Jesus, you can call us right away. For prayers, counseling, questions, and more materials by God's servants, Pastor and Pastor Mrs. Mike Sule, you can call or send an SMS to 08036-042910 or 08054-745800. You can also call 07030840198. For Sundays, Divine Touch Service 8 a.m. For Wednesdays, Live in the Word service, 5.30 p.m. You can log on to www.livebuildersgospelcenter.com God bless you. Live Builders, bringing the Word to you. So be empowered to fulfill God's plan.